0: Warning. The following events are based on the personal accounts and recollections of three friends who too often find themselves in odd, weird, and flat out absurd situations. We ask that you only enjoy the stories as they are told and do not try them at home. Please listen at your own risk.
1: So who wants our salad tossed? Pick me. Welcome back to Stories from the Phone Book. We're gonna pick up where we left off. I'm Chris. I'm Sarah. Am I getting my salad tossed? That's Eric. (laughs)
2: Alright, this is episode three titled, Who the Fuck Keeps Blowing That Whistle?
1: Picking up where we left off on this cruise adventure. If you haven't already listened to the last episode to figure out what the hell is going on right now. Basically, I have food poisoning... We're in Mexico, and Cozumel. The other fuckers don't have anything planned and hop in some stranger's car.
0: Well, that about sums it up. The idea, when you go on a cruise, is that when you go to each stop, you go on an excursion. And you plan what you're going to do, and it's a great time. We did not plan what we were going to do. We had a great time, we think. But we got off the boat in Mexico, and we... Walked through, the first section is like this little touristy area where they have all the sh- shops and you can buy all the souvenirs and you can get food and drinks and all that good stuff. And then you walk through all of that, you get to where all the transportation is for everybody to go on their excursions. And again, most people are very well organized and planned ahead and know exactly where they're going.
1: This was about the only thing we did not plan on this trip.
0: That's correct. Uh, if you recall, we mentioned there was a... 98 page itinerary manifesto time (laughs) in new orleans which was almost as long as the entire harry potter series on paper just shy of that yet we get to cosmo we have absolutely nothing planned in a different country where it would have been wise to do so but if you're expecting anything wise from us you're wow keep looking you should find a new podcast you should find a new podcast so uh, luckily there was this nice guy who was helping people find where they needed to go and we get there and he dashes how can i help you and we're like we want to go to an all-inclusive and all he said was okay get in this car and he pointed to this janky ass probably 30 year old beat up rusted out little car and the four of us did not hesitate we just climbed right in because mexico because we're in Mexico and, you know, what the hell else are we going to do? So we got driven to our all-inclusive, as we asked for, as advertised.
2: So we take this sketchy-ass ride to this all-inclusive. And the all-inclusive is, like, it's basically like a fancy house. Like, it's not a hotel. It's not an actual resort. It's just, like, a really nice, bougie house. Which, again, is kind of sketchy, but we rode the entire car ride there, so we were going to do it. And we you get...
1: did not die getting there.
2: No, right. And so we get there, we get out, and we walk through this house out to the back patio where there's this giant pool and a swim-up bar. And then they take you through this little seating area down these sketchy steps that lead you straight out to the beach, so we get out to the beach, and of course, because of the snowstorm, there's also some weather things that are going on in Cozumel. Typical. And basically all the water activities that were out in the ocean were canceled. A lot of different activities on the beach were also canceled. To Basically, the only option you have is you can lay in these pool chairs, and they're going to bring you food and booze, and what, that's your only choice. What
1: Sarah means by weather things is it was colder than normal. Much colder than normal.
2: Oh, yeah. Like, laying in the beach chairs, like, we were comfortable just, like, wearing what we were wearing. Like, we did not feel like we had to be in our swimsuits. It was very nice. There's a nice breeze. It was stunning. And so, we're all sitting here relaxing and just hanging out. And we're like, okay, let's get some menus. Let's get some drinks. Like, this will be fine. We'll just hang out and we'll have a good time. And... Again, to remind you, it's me, Eric Scampers, and the bouncer for the first episode. So
1: if you don't know who the bouncer is, listen to episode one.
2: Okay, nice shameless plug. But <laughs> so we're all just hanging out relaxing, and we're just we're having a good time. We order in some tacos. We get some what was that dip that the bouncer really wanted? I can't remember what it was called. Ceviche or something? Ceviche, yeah. Yeah, some ceviche, and we all order frozen drinks, and we're just relaxing, and it's fantastic. Well, then, things get a little interesting.
0: Well, keep in mind, this was, we're on the beach, and it was a gorgeous view, and it's, you know, mid-December, and it's maybe 70 and windy, and it's very humid air so it's a little chilly and the beach is lined with you know the big plastic beach chairs pretty much as far as you can see and there's maybe eight other people there and then the four of us and There's just music going in the background and then all of a sudden the music just stops. It cuts off and then it starts blasting the song Shots by LMFAO and we all kind of look at each other and like what the fuck is happening well, then we hear there's this whistle. Someone just blowing a whistle, kind of, sort of, not really at all, to the beat of the song. And we... As
2: best as you can, like, when it comes to blowing a whistle and trying to keep up with that quick beat. Like, they were trying to, like, mimic it, but yeah, it was a little off.
0: Yeah, she was trying, and we see this little Mexican girl who's about to serve us come whipping over, and she's just got this big bottle in her hand. And I'm just like, oh, shit. I don't know where we're at, but it's about to get
2: messy. Well, and this bottle, it's like a blue Caribbean drink. They said it was a little bit of tequila, a little bit of 7-Up, a little bit of blue carousel, and then there was some mystery ingredients that they would not tell us. And they come over to us and was like, do you guys want shots? and us being the group that we are we're like absolutely let's do this and this
0: these aren't your traditional shots
2: no and it's like the bartender's name was we rita and she's like okay flip your head back and open your mouth so eric goes first he leans his head back opens his mouth and she just starts pouring these shots into his mouth and then when he basically taps out that his mouth is full she's still blowing this whistle like i'm not kidding we rita kudos to you, babe. You did not miss a beat. She grabs Eric by the side of his head and just starts mixing it up and just shaking it to the beat. And it was fantastic. And then she goes, okay, who's next? And we just go down the line taking shots. And same idea. She pours the shots. She shakes her head. She moves on. And so then she gets over to the rest of the people at the beach. And we're noticing no one else is taking shots
0: it also might be 9 (laughs) a.m and there was four other people there
2: right but like the other four people weren't doing it
1: (laughs) y'all were at the home of the cartel
2: (laughs) right and well whatever looking back they're great hosts but we're taking we're taking shots they leave and we're like oh my god this place is fantastic we love it here this is wonderful and so, again, now we're just sipping on our frozen drinks, relaxing, enjoying everything that Cozumel has to offer on this beach.
0: This first round goes by, and she finally walks away. She's like, what the hell? Where, where the fuck are we? Whatever. That was fun and enjoyable. It's an all-inclusive, so yay for, quote-unquote, free drinks. Well, maybe five minutes goes by, and the music's back to normal. We're just back to enjoying ourselves. We had ordered food that had come out, and we're just eating and drinking the drinks that we had ordered. And then it happens again. The music stops and shots starts blasting. And we look over and there's old wee Rita with her fucking whistle. And she is going to town. And the same thing happens. she starts pouring this mystery mix of drinks in this unlabeled glass bottle straight into our mouths. And we watch everyone else on the beach. Turns her down. But she knew she could rely on us.
2: So, well, then we get this idea. Like, okay when we finish this bottle she leaves we want her to go away because we just want to relax so like let's just finish this bottle and she will leave so then we finish the bottle and she leaves again and then we get this idea like maybe we should just go somewhere else we get a strong feeling she's coming back like she's not gonna just leave us alone and so we go we get up and we go to the like the pool that we were discussing we first got there that has a swim up bar and we're like let's just hang out there Okay, terrible idea. That water was freezing. Like, so cold that we're all trying to sit at the Swamp Bar, but none of us actually want to sit in the water, so we're all sitting on the bar. And we're just hanging out. We find a volleyball. We start playing volleyball in this backyard. And I'm a huge fan for, what kind of cherries are they called?
1: Maraschino.
2: Maraschino cherries. I think they are the greatest thing (laughs) to ever. Why do
1: you know that? I
2: speak Sarah. Right. I think they are the greatest cherries to ever hit this earth, and I love them. And most of my cruise was spent me munching on these cherries. So when I got to this bar and I saw they had a jug of cherries, oh, you bet your ass I wanted them. So I was sitting on the bar, just munching on these cherries, having a good time, and the bartender, we then realize that these blue mystery shots are coming from this bar. And they pull out another little mystery bottle of this, and we're drinking this. And then somehow we convinced the bartender that we could handle more than just this mystery drink. I don't
0: think there was any convincing going on. I think he knew what we were there for. And he's like, huh? Here's a bottle of tequila.
2: Well, clearly not, because if he knew what I was there for, he'd give me a vodka energy drink. I <laughs> <laughs> like that was not on the menu. <laughs> well,
0: then, no, neither was this tequila we're about to
2: drink. So then he pulls up this big bottle of gold tequila, and we, same idea, they're just pouring it straight into our mouths. And we go down the line, all four of us take a shot of gold tequila, and we're like, woo! Like, you know, we're crazy, but that was terrible. Let's so not do that again. Did
1: you guys actually say that?
2: Um, I'm pretty sure I... Sarah
0: probably
2: did. Yeah. Oh my god, we're crazy. (laughs) I'm pretty sure I took my shot. I can handle my tequila. I took my shot, but then I immediately started eating my cherries because that was all I cared about. Like, at this bar, they could have not served me any alcohol and I would not have cared. I was just there for those cherries. Like, my day was made when this jar of cherries came out. Because this was no ordinary jar of cherries. This was like...
1: This was Mexican cherry.
2: No this is like Costco sized cherries and This is a giant ass jug <laughs> This is <laughs> better than Mexican cherries <laughs> This is Costco cherries And shit there's a lot of them I was so excited And so I'm just sitting there like I honestly was sitting Indian style On the bar with these cherries in my lap Living my best life
1: None of that surprised me
2: At least I made it to the bar How's food poisoning treating yeah. <laughs> Uh
1: Well by this point I felt I've felt better I was over the initial miserable phase, um, I probably could have gone somewhere, but I knew what your mission was and decided it was best for me to stay on the boat. So to eat
0: cherries. It was survival of the fittest at this point, and he was not in the fittest of shapes. I was saving myself for chicken pizza. No, stand by for that one.
2: So, listeners, what you will quickly <laughs> learn about good old Eric here he is not a fan of the gold tequila actually he doesn't discriminate he's not a fan of any tequila and so with us doing these shots on the bar we took the first one and everything was fine we then take the second one and that's when shit kind of hits the fan yeah
0: tequila and i are not friends we never have been and we never will be and i knew that before this so when this guy starts pouring room temperature for lack of a better word, gold tequila, straight into our mouths. I knew I was in trouble. There's no winning for anybody in this situation. Somehow, he finishes the first pour straight into our mouth, just like old wee Rita did with the mystery mix. And I just swallowed it and sat there for a minute. It's like, you know, this is okay. I got this. Well, about two minutes later, he comes back, and they just kind of give you the motion to tilt your head up. And I'm like, okay. And he just proceeds to pour this tequila into my mouth until it's just overflowing. And it's just dripping all down me. And I knew right then. It's like, oh, fuck. So I swallowed it and sat there. And immediately my body was just like, no, thank you. So I get up and I go to walk towards the bathroom and I know it's going to come right back up. That's just how my body is. It doesn't like it. And I am A step and a half away from the toilet when there's just no holding it back anymore. I just let it go and I just layered this bathroom and nasty ass vomit and alcohol and (laughs) just pure vile bullshit. However, I was coherent enough, I cleaned it all up. I thought I was very nice. But I was in there for a while. There were no paper towels, so I'm wiping all up with toilet paper because that's all I could find. And five minutes later, hear someone knock on the door. Trusty old scampers again. <laughs> hey, are you okay? I'm like, what do you think? Did you throw up? I like, take a guess. Sure well, enough. But I mean, at, at this point,
1: we've we've known long enough that you and tequila don't mix, and this is not the first time you've projectile vomited in a public no. bathroom following shots of tequila. Absolutely not.
2: <laughs> well, and I remember just sitting there, and me again, I'm my own little world, my cherries, living my best life, and I just kind of Costco look around. cherries thank you. And I'm sitting there at Costco. Yeah, Costco, if you want to sponsor us, you know where I am. But so <laughs> I'm sitting there and I just look around. And I'm like, hmm, we're down somebody. And I looked right at Scampers. I was like, go to the bathroom. Eric's in there. And he goes, well, how do you know? And I'm like, go to the bathroom. Eric's in there. He just took a shot of tequila. He's throwing up. And he was like, okay. And he came back and he goes, you were totally right. He's throwing up. I'm like, yeah, I'm not surprised. Like they don't get along
0: what impresses me about us is that no matter how drunk we are we always have the ability to just come back for just a moment to at least take care of each other right. we're so thoughtful like that right. sometimes
2: like don't get me wrong and this is how much i love like it's like a love hate relationship i love you enough to know that someone needs to check on you but i don't love you enough to leave my cherries to go be the one to check on you well
0: cherries are fucking important
2: right so i was like but i will delegate this to someone else because i know that you need someone to check on you <laughs> while i eat my cherries and it's
0: a win-win for everybody
2: right scampers wasn't busy
1: i mean we've already established scampers hardly touched any of the drinks he got so
2: right he's a weird drinker guys i really don't understand it he wants to be a part of it and he wants to bring the booze but when it comes to actually drinking <laughs> He drinks, like, two drinks, and then he's just done. He just wants to hang out, which is fine. But he always encourages, like, to drink. But he never really, like, lets himself get passed, too. He's,
0: we, we love his camps. He's real big on the peer pressure game. Real big. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Especially big. if there's Jaeger. Oh, if there's oh, Jaeger. Oh, yeah. Oh, mm-mm. Nope. No, thank you. Well, I will take Jaeger over tequila any day of the week. That's dumb. Well, I never claim to be otherwise.
2: Right. And so we're at this bar... Eric then comes back. And ordered
0: another drink, by
2: the way. We sure did. But now we're like... Swing
0: that dick around.
2: Let's get to... Okay, again, you're the one on the boat, not moving. Anything for Wee Rita. Oh, love Wee Rita. Congratulations on your wedding. So... They're friends on Facebook. (laughs) Oh, yeah, and Snapchat. But we're sitting there, and more people start showing up. And I don't know what boat they came from, but it was not our boat. It was not the poop cruise. And more people start showing up. And at this point... I'm a very friendly drunk. So, I'm like, mm-hmm. "Yay! People, I need to go talk to them." So, I now leave my cherries and I R. go a. over and I start chatting with these people and I start making friends and I'm just having a good time. I'm dancing with these girls. We're just having so much fun. And then it gets to a point, was it Scampers that realized? Who realized that like we're getting close and we need to go. We're going to miss the boat.
0: I think it scampers, scampers was
1: as we've said scampers did hardly drink so scampers is the only one with any semblance of time but that doesn't mean he is responsible in no, any no, way no, shape no, or not saying yeah. he's responsible but he's the only one with any you know awareness of what's going on
2: right and so kind of like we mentioned in the first episode corralling drunk people is quite the task so we're in a situation where there is now more than just like four people at this resort and we're all socializing we're talking we're playing volleyball we're drinking the bouncer is over here hitting on one of the bartenders like we're all just kind of like hanging out having a good time and scampers is like guys we need to get back to the boat we really need to call this taxi come on guys come on guys and again it's like corralling blind sheep like we're not moving we are busy we have alcohol like it was super super difficult And finally, it gets to the point where he gets us all into a taxi to get back to the boat.
0: Fortunately, this taxi was probably 25 years newer than the first one. That was 20 years old. It was 30 30, years old. 30, sorry. So, pretty new. Yeah, 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 stay in your lane. Anyway, the all-inclusive place was nice enough to call it for us. We didn't have to worry about that. And they show up, and we're kind of in a hurry at this point, stumbling out of this empty building, and we, they throw us all in this little car. You know, Sarah jumps in the front, and then me, Scampers, and Bouncer jump in the back. And we're kind of like, all right, let's go. Well, then the driver turns off the car, and he hops out, and he starts talking to the people working at the all-inclusive. Cartel shit. Cartel shit, exactly. So we're just kind of hanging out, not paying too much attention, and then it kind of hit us like, what's he doing? We actually do have to go. The boat leaves in like an hour and you're supposed to be back no less than an hour before it departs.
2: Well, because like you need to get back to the boat then you need to get through the duty-free. There's like a bunch of different... It's not like you just go out to the boat and you just walk on the boat. Yeah, you walk... There's things security-wise you got. Yeah,
0: there's a metal detector and they swipe your card and if you buy any alcohol or anything you gotta check it in and all that kind of stuff. So it's a whole process.
1: Not all of us had passports for this first cruise. So you had to get on the the boat or you were stuck in
0: Mexico for a while <laughs> yeah you don't want to miss this boat if you don't have a passport and you didn't have to have a passport uh, if you're you know uh departing and arriving in the same port which most do but we wanted to make sure that of course we made it and so finally i think i was like all right we got to go in my very drunken state and Sarah's up front's like okay well she reaches over and starts this guy's car <laughs>
2: I heard we need to go. I heard my friend who had been throwing up in the bathroom, he was in distress. And he needed oh, me. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and he
0: needed me. I needed you at that moment, and you were so helpful in starting the car. Right.
2: <laughs> he needed me to get out of Cozumel, and I was like, I got you, buddy.
0: We could not have departed Cozumel without Sarah starting this car. Thank God for Sarah. We'd probably still be there if it weren't for her. S- sitting in the same taxi.
2: <laughs> You're welcome.
0: <laughs> well, the guy who's standing next to his car talking, he hears it start up and kind of whip around like, the fuck? <laughs> and he runs around, just hops back in and just starts driving. And we're driving out this long driveway and he just takes a right out of this place. And I don't know what it was. I was really drunk, but it immediately hit me. We turned right, but the boat's left. We turned right into this place. Therefore, logic tells me that we need to turn left to return to where we came from more cartel shit more cartel shit yeah and he's just driving and driving and driving and i think i forgot about it for a little while we're just going on and on probably just talking being stupid as usual and just kind of comes flying back to me we're going the wrong way this is not the way to the cruise port we're going the wrong way i think i just kept saying that we need to turn around we're going the wrong way this is wrong we're going the wrong way we need to turn around But I wasn't saying it loud enough that the driver could hear me. I think I was mostly saying it to myself and to Scampers, who was sitting next to me. And then I don't think anyone ended up saying anything directly to the driver. But randomly, he just whipped a U-turn in the middle of the road and finally started heading back the right way. And I'm like, okay, maybe we won't get kidnapped and sold into drug cartel slavery this time.
2: Well, and again, we get out of the taxi and we're back at the cruise port it's the same situation scampers is trying to corral us back to the actual boat and we're all drunk my makeup is just like smeared down my face everything that i see i have to take a picture of because think it's the coolest thing in the entire world i refuse to get back on the boat until we took a picture together and we finally find this couple to take our picture and of course like me, just being me, insisted on taking our picture in front of the restrooms. Why, I do not know. It was stunning backdrop. <laughs> <laughs> so, we take a picture in front of the restrooms. I'm pretty sure I'm winking and my tongue's hanging out. Like, the bouncer is barely, like, alive. Like, we're all just kind of, like, stumbling there. And then there's Scampers looking great and happy as hell.
1: Scampers looks like he just got off the boat.
2: Right. He's, well, he's more, like, you could tell he was happy. That we were finally getting back on the boat like he had done his job we were ready to go and so we get our picture i'm happy and we're getting back on the boat everything's fine but you have to go through this duty-free store and one thing you should learn about us is that we are big ohio state fans and so we're in this duty-free store and there is this couple wearing alabama stuff <laughs> so we do not like alabama i mean it is what it is and we are trying to get through this duty-free store and for some reason i don't really remember why the bouncer picks a fight with the wife of this alabama couple do you remember why they? Well,
1: he was talking to the husband and I, I don't remember exactly what she said but she made some comment to him and him being drunken with a short tamper hence being a bouncer he called her ever <laughs>
2: Oh yeah, he called her a heifer. And so now the husband's pissed off and you know, Scampers is now in over his head. He does not know how he's going to help the bouncer get through this situation. And neither me or Eric are in any situation to help them either. We are just happy that we are getting back on the boat and we're ready. Like, we're big nap people. We're ready for a nap. Like, whatever. We're oh. done. And it was this whole thing. And of course... After the situation happens, they were everywhere we went. It did not I think
1: they were on the same floor as us. We saw them everywhere.
2: Everywhere. Every bar we chose, like every activity we went to, they were they were always there. And it's so awkward because I'm like, great, like...
0: Oh, there's that heifer again. <laughs> right,
2: there's the heifer. Like, what are we going to say now?
0: And like you two numb nuts, y'all were Ohio State gear everywhere we went. That's all. They around. were Alabama gear everywhere they went. So every time we walked in, we're like, oh, fuck, there they are. Hey, Bounce, remember when you called his wife a heifer? Fucking idiot. Never a dull moment.
2: No, no. Like, and it was just, you know, the ending to a wild day. Like, it was just kind of what happened. And so you would think that would be the end of it. We would all go and nap and everything would be okay. But instead we, you know, we wanna keep partying. Let's get a drink, let's go to the hot tub, let's go hang out with our friends. And so we go up to the main hot tub.
0: So we find us a bar and we need to get another drink because as you all know by now, we are extremely smart and always make the best of decisions. So we get a drink and sarah and i find ourselves in the hot tub on the you know the nice top deck of the boat we're in the back again it's not very crowded and we're just chilling we hop in with the drink next to us and it doesn't take 30 seconds we are passed out in a hot tub now... In a main area on a cruise ship. Oh, yeah, where anyone can well, the cruise
2: Like, the hot tub filled up. Like, it wasn't just me <laughs> yeah, in here. Yeah, in it
0: was very quickly, you know, ten people in this hot tub.
2: Well, and but, Scampers and the Bouncer were there, too.
0: Yeah, they were there, and Sarah and I are just passed out, and <laughs> so we've been told, you know, of course you don't want to fall asleep in a uh, body of water of any depth, but, well, we did, and someone was <laughs> like, um are they okay because we are just full-fledged sitting on this seat (laughs) head back straight to the sky mouth wide open maybe two or three inches above the water from scamper's recollection sarah is slumped
1: (laughs) (laughs) and
2: she's (laughs) she's got like half
1: her mouth in the water (laughs) snoring sarah's got an inner
0: ear infection over here i
2: remember because scamper's told me he's like like my mouth was kind of like it was almost dipping into the water, but it was like it wasn't to a point that I would drown. But it was like close. And <laughs>
1: thank God you didn't drown.
2: Right. And so other people in the hot tub look at Scamper's in the balance. They're like, "Are you going to get her?" And they're like, "No, no, she's okay." <laughs>
1: this is standard procedure. Right. <laughs> Let's see where this goes. Right.
2: And so they were like, "Hey, Eric, can you believe this?" And they look over at him, and he's passed out, head straight back. He snored too. Like he's right there with me sleeping now i was closer to death than he was but you know whatever
0: i don't want to beat you to the punch
2: well and so i'm sitting there and my face is half in the water and i kept getting lower and lower and of course once my mouth goes under, off underwater i shoot right up i'm wide awake <laughs> it's like whoa who did that <laughs> <laughs> there's water in here yeah,
1: <laughs> who the fuck put that there? when the fuck did we get on the boat
2: <laughs> where's we rita <laughs> <laughs> And that's what I realized. I was like, okay, I need, I need to go. Like, you, you've lived your day. Like, you need to go to bed. And so I guess, like, since we've been gone all day, like, for what was going through your head?
1: So I went and chilled on the side of the boat facing the pier, where you could kind of see people wandering back onto the cruise ships, because the pier, the pier sits between two cruise ships. So figured if I'm gonna see uh, or if I'm gonna hear you first. I'll at least know you're on the boat and then I can go back to the room. I sat out there for a good two or three hours and never heard or saw you. So I figured, you know, maybe I missed you guys, but it's, I mean, it's the point where I can't do anything. I can't get off the boat and look for you because then I'm stuck in Mexico and who knows if I'm even right. So <laughs> I, I might as well enjoy my cruise. So I went back and sat in the room and tried to go back to sleep and i guess just wait and hope y'all stumble in the room at some point yeah. boy did we so, <laughs> so um i i do eventually go back to sleep and i wake up to sarah stumbling into our room um as the doctor ordered <laughs> stumbling um now like we we've, we've said we've gotten a balcony Room, And this is on the opposite side of the the pier where, you know, people are making their way back onto the boat. Now, our balcony overlooks a um, competing cruise ship line. So, Sarah wanders into the room and tells me all about how much fun she's had and all about her maraschino cherries from Costco. And all about We Rita and how she fell asleep in the hot tub and she's still in her swimsuit, wet ass, on the bed. (laughs) super fish. so now and i was you know trying to enjoy some sunshine because i couldn't get off the boat so our blinds are open and she wanders out onto our balcony to take her swimsuit off with...
0: she had the consciousness to change out of the wet swimsuit after right. being on the bed well
2: <laughs> she's right, perfect. I got perfect there
0: <laughs> just better late than A
2: few
1: minutes too late right But so, you know, people on this competing cruise ship whose um, brand name shall not be named to take off her wet swimsuit so it can dry and people are on their balconies facing us. So wet swimsuit off, people on another cruise ship watching and it took her like we've established a few minutes to realize she's ass out on our balcony with people to see.
0: It was a great idea, you know, changing out of the swimsuit outside and leaving it out there so it could dry. She forgot the minor detail of taking something else to cover up with.
2: Well, I also remember I came back inside because like, it hit me like, your titties are out outside. You need to go inside.
0: <laughs> your titties are out. That's <laughs> right. She's like, yo, bitch, your titties are out.
2: Yo. Oh, shit. At
0: some I point she, she thinks in the third person at that point.
2: I remember I came inside and I think it was you and the bouncer that were coming back to the room. And the bouncer had made the comments Like, how funny would that be if he walked in and Sarah's naked?
0: <laughs> he, that's right. I forgot. He literally said that. How much money would it be that she's naked? I'm like, I, I don't know. Why the fuck would she be naked? Right? Then we throw open the door. Well, son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Babe. Went out of the room to like give me privacy. And I remember I was like, no, no, no. And I chased after you guys. And I flung the door open. And I'm standing out, again, still flashing people. Standing half out in the hallway. Yeah, actually
0: in the hallway where, again, everyone's kind of getting settled back into their rooms. Changing their clothes after the excursions and relaxing for a little bit. It's a crowded hallway. And hasn't even grabbed a towel.
2: Uh, Yeah, and I'm over here, and I'm like, guys, come back. It's fine. Like, don't worry about it. And I think you guys were standing in the hallway with these two older women, and the one who made the comment, like, oh, she's, like, wild, or she's crazy, or something to that extent. And I'm over here, like, again, titties out in the hallway, not giving a shit. Like, because it... I don't know. (laughs) I can't explain it. I just remember at the time thinking, they paid to be in this room, too, Sarah. Like, put some fucking clothes on and
0: we were trying to be thoughtful but i
2: didn't really think through the whole well if you put some clothes on they might come back like that none of that occurred to me all i knew was my friends just saw me butt ass naked and um they I must come seat. back right
0: <laughs> <laughs> i need to rescue them from the hallway but wait there's more
2: <laughs> There is. Oh, yeah there's a lot of people in this hallway looking back everyone who saw me naked you're welcome. Yeah, this
0: whole other boat saw me naked. Maybe the rest of our boat should too.
2: <laughs> right. I just I didn't want anyone to feel left out. We, we
0: can't leave anybody out. We are givers and thoughtful individuals. Right. Thoughtful.
2: And I remember at that point I just gave up and I closed the door, I put some clothes on, and I'm like, I need a freaking nap. And I just I laid down and I went to sleep. I think eventually you guys came back, did the same thing, and we had one group nap, and yeah, woke up later for dinner and that was the end of Mexico. And yeah. uh,
1: day one. <laughs> that was the end of stop one in Mexico. Our <laughs> right. next that's that's Mexican. day two of a day five cruise right now i don't know how much we've <laughs> talked about our neighbors but we had a group of uh, i'd say four guys probably about our age on one side and uh fellow we didn't really see too much on the other side well on this very same night after our group nap um we wake up we start getting ready for dinner And we hear on one side, because these walls are paper-thin, it's a ship, them discussing jumping off a balcony and fist-fighting sharks. So... Oh, yeah. (laughs) So we we listen to this conversation, and, you know, naturally they decide to not do it. So they walk away. We go out on our balcony, and seconds later meet our opposing neighbor, who the bouncer gets into a 30-minute discussion about different ways to... um, Mix marijuana. I'll just say that. Quite a productive conversation. <laughs> we sure do know how to make
0: friends.
2: Yeah, it's honest to God. Love cruises, but you will meet the most unique people on these things. And so, yeah, that was the end of our second day on this cruise. Um, if you would like to hear more about that, definitely reach out to us. We do have more stories that, about events that, you know, happened in our other excursion, as well as when we were in New Orleans, so if you want to hear more, definitely let us know. And we can make those episodes for you. And
1: that's the chicken pizza. Oh, but yeah. We're, we're only halfway through this trip.
2: Right. If you want more from us, feel free to check us out on Instagram. We are Stories from the Phone Book. And thanks for listening. We'll see you next time. Deuce.